From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Tuesday, July 6th. I'm Marco Werman. Today, Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu meets with President Obama at the White House. The last time they met, it was just as U.S.-Israeli relations were starting to hit the rocks. But Netanyahu insists that now, all is well. The reports about the demise of the special U.S.-Israel relationship aren't just premature. They're just flat wrong. Also, what next for the former child soldiers of Liberia and how much for the royal family of Britain? Now this news. BBC News with Neil Nunes. President Obama has said he believes Israel is serious about peace in the Middle East following a meeting at the White House with the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. In marked contrast to their frosty encounter in March, Mr. Obama praised Mr. Netanyahu for easing the blockade on Gaza. From Washington, here's Kim Kattas. The two leaders were all smiles, and both said they'd had excellent discussions. Barack Obama said the bond with Israel was unbreakable. Benjamin Netanyahu said reports about the demise of the U.S.-Israeli relationship were flat wrong. So, on atmospherics, it's a success. The spat appears over. In fact, listening to the two men, it never even happened. But on substance, there was little. Mr. Netanyahu spoke of concrete steps that would be taken in the coming days and weeks to further the peace process, but he gave no further details. It was expected that Mr. Obama would ask Mr. Netanyahu to extend a freeze on Israeli settlement building in occupied territory beyond a September deadline. It looks as though that's not happening. Military prosecutors in Israel have charged a soldier with killing a woman during the military offensive in Gaza in January 2009. Officials say a number of other soldiers are being investigated. The United Nations estimates 1,300 Palestinians and fewer than 20 Israelis were killed during the conflict. Here's Wilbur Davis. Israel's top military prosecutor has announced that a soldier is being charged with manslaughter for allegedly shooting two Palestinian women during the Gaza operation. According to eyewitnesses, the staff sergeant opened fire on a group of 30 Palestinian civilians, some of whom were carrying white flags. 64-year-old Salama Abu Hajjaj and a 35-year-old daughter Majda were killed. The prosecutor also said that a battalion commander had been disciplined for allowing his soldiers to use a Palestinian as a human shield. A criminal investigation has also begun into the bombing of a house in Gaza in which more than 100 members of the same family were taking shelter. The British Prime Minister David Cameron has announced an inquiry into allegations that Britain's security services were complicit in the torture of terrorist suspects detained overseas since the September 11th attacks. Addressing Parliament, Mr Cameron said the allegations had damaged Britain's reputation and he outlined questions he felt needed to be asked. Should we have realised sooner that what foreign agencies were doing may have been unacceptable and that we shouldn't have been associated with it? Did we allow our own high standards to slip, either systemically or individually? Did we give enough clear guidance to officers in the field? Was information flowing quickly enough from officers on the ground to the intelligence services and then on to ministers so we knew what was going on and what our response should be? World News from the BBC. 
Eighteen-thousand people have been evacuated from a town in northern Mexico where a dam is in danger of overflowing in the aftermath of Hurricane Alex. People from Suidad Anahuac were taken to shelters in nearby towns and cities. The city's mayor said the water level at the dam was now critical. A Roman Catholic priest in the United States has been charged with stealing more than a million dollars from the church and spending it on male escorts and luxury items. Police said the 64-year-old priest, Kevin Gray, was arrested after the Archdiocese of Hartford, Connecticut, called for an investigation into the missing funds. Police said Mr. Gray had used the money to stay at luxury hotels, buy Armani suits, and to pay the college fees and rent of two men he had met. The International Association of Athletics Federations has announced that the South African runner...